Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Well, I don't see the point in waiting any longer. So let's bring her out. A star attraction. The one you came to see, ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Miss Judy Gold. This is a very relaxing episode <laughs> of Kill Me Now because. We're post huge snowstorm. Yeah, I'm in a beautiful apartment. Thank you. Uh, right by Carnegie Hall, where my mother's first cousin lived most of his life. Uh, so I've been coming to this building since I'm a little girl. Mm-hmm. And here we are. Um, now my mother used to say about my her cousin Arthur's apartment, she would say because it was Arthur and Dottie. Okay, okay they lived here. Mm-hmm. And um. Dottie had teeth that would be like, she was always like this, you know. <laughs> and uh, one time I was driving, we were driving together and uh, in the city. And um, I remember he was like, oh, uh, I don't know which way to go. And she said, even east, Arthur, even east. <laughs> so every time we say even east all the time, but. You think of um, my lobby? Dan, I think of my yes. husband Dan says that in the lobby it's like the cast of Cocoon. He said, <laughs> it's amazing. It's but really interesting said, for me to be the youngest person anywhere. Well, they, my mother said that Dottie never opened the windows in her apartment. That would make sense. Even each dog. So here we are today. This is a very special episode of Kill Me Now <laughs> with the very special, amazing, multi talented, just. An incredible human being. Kathy Najimi is here, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much. Um, Let's just mention that Lauren was uh, 45 minutes late because of the snow. Yeah. Um, And I'm never late, so it was really annoying. Yeah. I'm really sorry about that. I got to be more like you. Yeah. I want you to be more like me. I'm Um, trying. But you have the most beautiful home. I love it. And and you wrote on the the board, "Welcome Judy and Hennessy with the heart." And that's really that was beautiful. so sweet. And I spell Hennessy all right? Yeah, perfect. Okay, good. Spell um, it any way you want. And you forgot to say I have snacks. I always have. Snacks. Oh yes, yeah, snacks. It's um, one of my downfalls. If like the plumber is coming over to fix a pipe, mm-hmm. I put out a spread of hummus, veggies, chips. And now, it, did your mother so do that? Yes, it's a Lebanese thing. Like, it's a Jewy thing too. Yeah, you don't have anyone come into your house. I don't care if it's someone dropping off mail. Right. I don't care who it is. The exterminator. Uh, you you spread the uh, food all over the bar, all kinds yeah. of food. That's like yeah. Kamda, my wife, who's Israeli, but similar. They, there you go. They have a Back spread out you. for everyone. You have to put food <sighs> That's out. That's great. No, not, and I like me. to. It do makes... you do it 45 minutes late, though, oh or you do God, it right on time when they're going to be no, there? No, I usually do it on time. Okay. <laughs> She's all red. He. <laughs> he. Whatever. It's fine. I'm pretty. Um, can't help it. Now, if you don't know Kathy... Everyone knows Kathy Najimy. Pretty much everyone. Don't you think everyone? Do you get recognized all the time? 
No, I get, this is how I get recognized. I get recognized if something was on TV the night before. Huh. Right. I always know, like I'm at the airport and everyone's like, oh, I don't like when people pull and touch me. I don't right. like that part. But it's because something re, you know, re-ran the night before. Right, right. But I'm, you know, I, I'm not in the national, I'm not in the consciousness right now like the Kardashians or anything. <laughs> well, be happy <laughs> for that. I am. Um, <laughs> so Kathy Najimy. Yeah. Judy. I, Let me just say, go. We spent the first twenty minutes with her coming in the house, really being lovely and gracious, and telling me how beautiful the apartment was. Well, but with a bit of like a like a knife, like a, like how do you? Why do you have such a knife? Why don't you invite me to game night? Why? She sat down at the piano, and I was like, "That sounds beautiful." She's like, "Shut up! Why didn't you invite me before? I would have, <laughs> I would have played this a million times. Should you have invited me?" I go, "Well, I, I don't know. I just yeah. Know. You have your little. It's like I feel like Kathy Najimy uh, has a little group of her like really famous cool. Like they're hip and cool. Like they're really cool friends. Not really. And I feel like I always see you, and you crack me up, and I love hanging out with you, and I love Dan, your husband. But I'm not in. I'm not like in your little. Have you ever invited me anywhere, Lauren? Can you please let Kathy know that I can't fit anyone in my apartment? Go. No, I'm saying there's a Starbucks across the street. She could have said, "Hi, Kathy, it's Judy. Do you want to go for a walk? You I know what? Tickets. I'm doing that now. I, first of all, I'm not going for I'm a busy. walk. I can I barely. Can't. I'm busy. I, uh, I will set you guys up on a play date if you want. That'd be great. That's Here's great. the thing she thinks about my friends. If she was ever really at game night, it's like, have you ever seen The Far Side? The, the yes. Yes. Yes, of course. Love it. Those are the people that are here. Awesome. There's something slightly <laughs> wrong with all of us. Right. <laughs> so is there some? <laughs> so, oh, it wait. looks like, well, and look you haven't heard my conversations really with in. myself. Well, I mean, you're all actors. <laughs> right. What do you expect so happy <laughs> to jamie uh is i mean where do you think people like i know you from kathy and mo and Great. thank you that's a good place yeah. to yes that's where i first explain to the pod people what kathy and mo is so kathy and mo <laughs> in the early 90s i would say 91 ish i would say that's exactly right god damn it judy uh <laughs> kathy and mo uh, had a Broadway show off Broadway, mm-hmm. and then you know, mm-hmm. uh, and it was Mo Gaffney and Kathy Najimy uh, doing skits, very feminist oriented uh, comedy, comedy, topical, subversive, hilarious. The light just went on when I just said, "I just want you to oh, know that's that." The that light. was weird. That's the light yeah. that we have somebody in the other room flicker when we want it to wind down. Oh, okay. And that's your um, five minute warning. <laughs> that's, that's your nice. light. Thank you. Uh, they, I loved Kathy and Mo. I, I loved, loved Kathy and Mo. And I it was it. really, you have to, have to admit that if you go back and look at Kathy and Mo stuff, that is basically what Inside Amy Schumer and, and all of these shows are really hybrids of, and you guys were really the first to take this situation com- like these no i'm not i don't mean sitcom but i'm no, saying sketches. these little sketches yeah which are situations and mm-hmm. get the most unbelievably subversive yet poignant point across through comedy make it, you made the audience think the thing that we don't have now is people don't want to think anymore right. they want it right in their face what right. does that mean i need a sound bite right and i just you guys were fucking amazing Thank you so much. We, I mean, you know, we had our, you know, our Martin and Lewis 
stretches spaces, right. you know, where you work with someone for 20 years. Right. Um, How did you guys meet? We met. you're both from San Diego, both right? both from San Diego. We met because Mo's apartment burned down and her where? roommate in San Diego uh-huh. and her roommate, Cecilia said, and Mo said, well, let's go to our mom's. And Cecilia said, no, we must go to Kathy McJimmy's. So they came to uh-huh. my house and I hadn't met Mo. And Cecilia went to bed crying, and Mo and I stayed up all night making fire jokes and laughing our heads off. Okay, so <laughs> who was Cecilia? Did exactly. You... No, Cecilia. No, what, did you know her? Oh, yeah, she shit. was my friend. Okay. And she was, was like, she I breaking must your go heart? to Kathy and Jim. Yeah, she was. Cecilia, you're breaking my heart. You're shaking my confidence daily. Oh, Cecilia. I'm down on my knees. I'm begging you, please, to come home. Come on home, baby. Yeah. All right, sorry, go. Yeah. Um, so how did you know Cecilia? Cecilia was just my friend. Wait, were you? And you were an actor, but you were living in San Diego. Yeah, but I wasn't really an actor. I never really got a job in San Diego. Okay, it took so me to move to New York. You know, how I, old were you at this time? When I moved to New York, I think I was like 29. Okay, 28. so did you go to college? Yeah, I went to San Diego State. All right. So you But were... I only took crazy classes like, you know, women's right. lib and gay literature and, you know, crazy That's fine. things. Yeah, I think you've used it. But yeah. you grow up, your <laughs> your father's a postman. It's not like what are you gonna do with gay literature? You gotta grow up and do right. what? A <laughs> gay rights activist? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of. Well what, was your mother like, I don't know what Kathy's doing. I'm just glad she's getting an education. No, because by the time I was the, the youngest of four, by the time I came around, she could give a shit. Right. As long as I wasn't in jail. Right. I wasn't on drugs. I wasn't pregnant. She actually How was were really, the older siblings? Did they all succeed in life? Um, I think success is an individual thing. Right, of course. Thing. Okay. None of them are famous. Right. No, but they've done things they like. Are you the favorite? Of who? Are your parents alive? Oh, not anymore. Right. That's so crazy. I just, my mom just died in March. Oh, right. I always say my dad passed away when I was 14 in my mom's life, but my mom right. passed away in March. But yes, I was their favorite. No, right. I of don't course. know. You know I you were. Know I, was. I was the favorite. I think my mom was like, she kind of liked that I was a crazy feminist mm-hmm. and sort of a gay rights, women's rights person. But she was always like, Ugh. You, she was sort of like, you're just doing it to get attention. You know, uh, she didn't really get it until, you know, I have a gay sister right. who's married to a woman. That That's would make disgusting. a lot of sense. Yeah, gross. That is disgusting. I know. How do they do it? Like, what Ew. goes into what? Yeah, seriously. It's so gross. So gross. So yeah. I think it made sense to my mom when later. When did she come out? My sister? Yeah. She came out. She, I don't think she's really even out. She did have a wedding. <laughs> How can you not be out no, and have out. a wedding? She's out. Do you know the, Every gay person isn't necessarily a political person. Right, of course. <laughs> Do you know what <laughs> I mean? That's true. Like, yes. I'm, I'm married to a man currently, but that, but I'm a, just a political person. Right, I'm but, a political person too. Right. But my that, sister is, you know, just a great gay person. She's right. not like a gay activist. Right. And that's fine. But, but then don't vote for a Republican. Because oh, she would you're never. like, I know, but there are gay people who are like, oh, oh. you know, and I'm just like, you oh, know what? No. People died. For, so that you and your family can have the same rights, be treated equally, mm-hmm. and you then you say, oh, I don't give a shit? No. No. Fuck you. You can't okay. be a person of color. You can't be a gay, lesbian, bi, or trans person right. and be a Republican. Right. There's no way. Because you're just voting against yourself. Right. 
You can't be a pro-choice person and vote Republican. Right, right. I mean, you could do whatever you want. We're not going to come to each right, of your Caitlin. homes. But Although so, Judy might. <laughs> Judy will come to your home and then she'll berate you for not being better friends. She'll play because your Because I, lo- I don't. I love you. I'm kidding. And you crack me up. All you're right, a rebel so, without a cause. So you're, you're the loner. What? You're the cool loner in the corner with the cigarette. I am? Yeah. Do you smoke? No. No, no proverbial. Um, proverbial. So you're in San Diego. Your father's a postman. Is your mother a stay-at-home mom? Yes. Four kids. Four kids. Poor. You're Lebanese. Lebanese, yeah. Um, Not are you second there. generation? Yes. Th- you're second generation. Yeah, my parents were both born. My, my mom was born in Beirut. Okay. Wow. So here you are, and you're Roman Catholic. Yes. Wow. Okay. What's the difference between Catholic Catholic and Roman Catholic? I, I like don't know. Roman Catholic is a more strict. I think Roman Catholic, oh. they're, they like younger boys. And then <laughs> yeah. regular Catholic, they like, you teens. know, teens. 14 and up. Yeah. I'm on board with that. Not okay. with that, but with that theory. Yeah. Not yes. with the so, practice. <laughs> um, I so my that. husband was an altar boy. He was? Yeah. Yikes. Does he have flashbacks when you're having sex? No, but he feels a little offended that nobody even made a pass at him. Yeah. He's an altar boy <laughs> yeah. for five years. And he's like, <laughs> what the hell? Well, you know, look at him. Exactly. All right. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> okay, and so you're. It's weird to be in my living room holding a mic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So you're in San Diego. You're on welfare. Some of the time. Now my sisters and brothers might roll their eyes when they hear that because we were on welfare for a summer, right. and it was very but sort it's of enough. romantic for me right. to like get like the brick of cheese and to go right. to the welfare drug camp. So we were on we were on welfare for a summer, but we we were we were I would say lower working class. Right now, you go to school. Yeah. Are you involved in the theater? I am. I try to be, but I never get cast in anything. I'm right. only in anything because my best friend Stephen was the lead in everything, and he said I won't be the lead unless you at least give Kathy a line. So for my whole time in in San Diego, I never got in any plays unless I produced them or unless Stephen insisted. Right now, mistake. As, you know, or a really great way to motivate me to flip them off and later in life. Right. True and that. Do your, and do your own stuff. Right. Right. Like I have to. That's because exactly. Because I was told, I was too tall right. for graduate school. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Bill Esper. Now. Right. Oh my God, you, you go to. So that's when I, that's when Mo and I came over in the fire and then we How old the were play. you with the fire? Um, I think I was in my 20s. Okay. And so Mo came over and I thought she was the funniest How person I ever met. How were you making loving? Making loving. How were you making money? <laughs> I like the other question better. How was okay. I making love? Uh, how were you making money at the point? Where, um, did you have a job uh, after yes. college? Mm-hmm. What'd you do? I worked at the phone company, AT&T. May I help you? Tipo cinco centavos para tres minutos, por favor. I worked at the phone company. I also sold gumball machines for the blind. I was an actor. Yeah, I was the only white actor in an all-black theater company. And I... Um, you were considered white. Yes, and I sold company. vacuums. Did I say I sold vacuums over the phone? You I did? Over the phone, yeah. Yeah. That's but I was, great. Yeah, but so, you but always aspired to... To act and be, you know, I I inspired to act, but I, I this was my weird little dream. I had read in a magazine about La Mama, this little crazy experimental off Broadway theater, yes. and in my head, I thought I will move to New York someday, and I will either run that theater or a theater like it and do great political, crazy, wonderful, creative plays. I love La Mama. I do Me too. too. Okay, so but I didn't think, oh, I'm going to be like. Marilyn Monroe, you know, I didn't right. think, but I liked... Did you want to be famous? No. 
I didn't uh, not want to be famous. But it wasn't like, I'm going to be a star. Like, no. I was in my bedroom yes. with a hairbrush. Yes. You know, I, I'm like, I, I used to do a talk show in the bathroom. On the I was on the toilet. <laughs> I did that, too. And I would, you know, sit there and interview people. And then I'd be like, what are you doing? <laughs> and then I would do my Barbara Streisand stuff <laughs> in the bedroom with my hairbrush. Now... Yeah. Yeah, I knew, like, I did something called Drama Club, which, like, right. it was all the nerds who had no boyfriends or girlfriends. All right. the outcasts. All the outcasts. And we would meet on Saturday night, and we'd dress up as characters and go to restaurants and characters. Oh, we do cute. weird theater games in my living room. Mm-hmm. You should really talk to my sister, Mona, who had to go through all that. But um, <laughs> but I, so I was like a drama freak nerd. Like, right. I... I liked getting together and doing crazy right, games right, and right. having fun. And um, and I think it's really, a lot of it has to do with really not being part of the popular group. I don't live in Manhattan. I mean, like, I live my life in Manhattan, but I sleep in Queens. So usually, you know, either riding my bike over the bridge or taking the train or the, or the bus. But, you know, it's like the trains have been crazy lately. And especially on the weekends, you know, if I have a late rehearsal or a late show or late shift, something like that, it's really tough to get home. And especially now in my new place, I'm right over the bridge. Who got you that apartment? You did. Um, everything's about you. So, um, at late at night, you know, it's like, I'm exhausted. I'm tired. I don't want to walk like for an hour and a half, but I don't want to wait for the train for an hour and a half. So I end up taking these car services. New York's got a bunch of them. You know what I mean? But a lot of them are only in Manhattan. Really? The dollar one, you know, it's like in Manhattan only. And it's only from this street to this street. I've used a couple others, but I use Lyft most all the time now. One of the bigger ones, their surge pricing kills me. It's like they find any reason to jack up the prices. If it's raining, if the Pope's in town. I mean, I can't afford that, which is why I'm living in Queens and not Manhattan. Just like that, I feel safe, too. And you'll never wait in anticipation. You'll know if you have time to go to the bodega, get a pack of cigarettes or a, a donut or something like that while you wait because you can see exactly how much time they have to get there you can see their little gps system on the map and follow them around it's a little stalkerish but really really convenient and right now we have an offer for up to 30 bucks off of your first three rides all you have to do is go to lift.com slash gold on your mobile device it'll automatically upload the app for you you uh, download it there and you'll get 30 dollars off your first three rides like 10 bucks off of each ride. That's like three free rides from, from Judy's house to my house. This is gold. Get it? Hello? Yeah, I mean. That's what I tell kids You make your time. own fun. Yeah. I'm like, if you think, the po- you know, don't get annoyed with the popular kids because this is the highlight of their life. Exactly. It is. Senior year's over. Their life is They're over. all working at the Dairy Queen. Um, so Delicious. you meet Mo and you're up all night. <laughs> we meet Mo, we're up all night. And like, then, give me a fire joke. Um, oh my God, what is, so fi- well, like I'd say like, are you hungry? You know, and she'd say, yeah, can you, do you like make me an egg and a piece of toast? But burn it! And then act like she was crying. Right, right, right. <laughs> but, so then I we, have some burnt chicken in the fridge. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. So then we started making just improvising characters like this was our first one we ever did which was maddie and sibby mm-hmm. i was Mad- madeline samuels and she was sibby and we would just talk like this like if you were <laughs> right. i did all right. day long right. of course and said what do you want for lunch yes. i don't know tuna no not the tuna the tuna's turned what else what about something <laughs> well else? i i egg salad 
egg salad is good. Here's the thing about it's ecoli. I think you get ecoli with the eggs. They must be <laughs> no, but very if you hot boil them, you don't. If you hot, but how many minutes do you goddamn boil now, a hot? Now here's what I I've done research. Yes. <laughs> so you uh, put the egg. Yes. In the water cold. In uh, it, cold water, how yes, does it cook? I'll tell you. All right, you stop put yelling. It over the flame. <laughs> yes. Now, once the water is boiling. Now, when I say boiling, I mean bubbles. Hot. I mean bubbles. Okay. I mean big bubbles. All right. Not the little. I understand. Ones that come up. I'm I understand the, the concept of a bubble. Okay, but also the egg is moving because the bubbles are moving. Okay. You know that. that so you boil. Bubble. We call it boiling. So, you okay, boil the yes, water. Yes, you put yes, in yes, the yes. egg. No, no, no. You what? don't. I, did, I said you put the egg in the cold water. Water. Make then sure you boil the it. egg is covered by water. Of course. Then you pour. You don't want half a cooked egg. You don't want the part that's. Right. Exactly. Uh, then you boil it. Understood. Until it's uh, big bubbles. Oh, you know, right. I'm talking. If she uh, says big bubbles one more time, I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> then. Yes. What, the egg is moving around because right. it's like a tsunami in there. Okay. Okay. And then. You turn off the flame and you cover. Oh, and you bring the secret. You cover. You cover. Leave the it secret. for the twelve. Oh. All right. Meanwhile, I hate eggs. Why are we talking about eggs so much? <laughs> because the tuna turned. I like tofu. I don't give a shit what anybody oh, says. The tofu, I can't. Yay! It's a sponge. So we would just yeah. do right. that. We so, would yeah. drive along, and then we, and then somebody said, "Will you come?" Do those characters at a an AIDS uh, that was a during the AIDS epidemic yes. time? Yes, and you were an AIDS a, activist. I I am still. Yep, yes, and me was too. and uh, thank you. You're welcome. And so we went up on stage and we improvised in front of this big group at this AIDS benefit, and then we just started writing down things it's that so... we thought were funny, but nobody else would. Okay, so huh. what? What made you move to New York? So you're you're doing okay. this in San Diego. I'm doing it in San but Diego. You're also, like you're twenty. You're in your in late twenties. Yeah, and which is. Late, sort of, to start of this. Course. Yeah. Well, I never really was thinking the, about it. No, okay. no, I was thinking about it, but it it wasn't really working out so much. Like I would do community theater plays, but right, never right, get right. money. So we were driving one day, and I said I put in a transfer to the phone company. It came through to New York. We're both moving to New York, and we're going to do the Kathy Mo show at a little place called Don't Tell Mama mm -hmm. at yes. one in the morning on a Monday night. Huh. And she missed the exit. We ended up in Tijuana. Because she was so freaked out, but she said, okay, so we moved here, and we did it at Don't Tell Mom at 1 in the morning, <laughs> and then we kept doing it until off-Broadway people, I bothered the hell out of people. I wrote to every famous person. It didn't even make sense. Like, I would hear the name David Letterman. I would go, great. Dear Mr. Letterman, my uh -huh. name is Kathy and Jimmy. We have a feminist comedy show we think you're really like. I mean, anybody who and had who, anything to and do with anything. And who wrote well, finally, because I wrote so You know much. what's amazing about that? It's like you have to be that clueless and fearless. Oh, clueless. And, and I remember the beginning of my career where I was just like, fuck you, yeah. you're gonna make it after, you know, I'm like, fuck you, you're not gonna stop me. And then it's just like you get beaten down and like, okay, I won't call you anymore. <laughs> no, don't worry, I hate myself as much as you hate, you know, it just get you, you know, but I would have never, now I would never... I remember I like wrote to the producer of the Tonight Show. What I'm in a little gay but bar. But I love that. I'm in a gay That's bar. One in the morning. Who wrote back? Okay, so finally, because I browbeat people so much, I called them every day and I wrote them every week. Oh I know I had a crazy. What if I started sense. doing that now? Do you, you think? <laughs> that would help. It would be like uh, I need a restraining order. Judy Gold keeps calling me. I I I, I don't know. I, I understand that she, you know she wants something, but I she's had a career. Yeah, Make ahead. her stop. Go ahead. 
Um, so the people who wrote back were Carol Rothman and Robin Goodman of the Second Stage. Who, oh yes. And then somebody from a bigger um, ball, the ballroom. It was a cabaret space mm-hmm. in the in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And then some publicist, and they came. And then you know who really actually made us popular were the Broadway casts, the musical, the cast of the Broadway musicals would come after right. their show, and they spread the word. Right. Those chorus boys fucking right. loved us. Mm. So then that, and then we just kept. Um, then HBO came around. And I know. So produced. that was amazing. So you got this HBO special. Yeah. Well, HBO then, produced our off Broadway one, and then right. we got two. We got an HBO. They special. don't do that anymore. I know. I find that so annoying. Well, there are no HBO specials anymore. Well, they have them, but they're our specials and, you know, like outside producers produce. It's like, yeah, I I had an HBO special in 95. Right. And I won the cable race. Anyway, and that was the end of my career. So, um, yeah. (laughs) I had one in 95, too. You did. I know. Your second one. Yeah, I know. You Remember won. the cable. You win. <laughs> bang, 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 Remember bang, the Cable bang. Ace Awards. And I got, we really thought we really thought they were something. And I the know. American Comedy Awards too. Yes, I got nominated twice for the American Comedy, and I won the Cable Ace. And when I won that Cable Ace, I'll never forget it because it was my birthday, and Maureen McCormick gave it to me, <gasps> and no. I was the, I am the hugest Brady Bunch fanatic. Oh my! And I was god. like, oh my god. I can't believe Mar- and like all I cared about was that Marsha Brady was giving it to me not that I won but that I fucking was standing on stage with Marsha Brady that's really cool isn't that unbelievable that's really where cool, is Mom. the cable ace right now it's in my shelf now I never put awards out but then a therapist told me I have to put them out oh they were right and I'm they're out but I hate Why? them because they're pretty or to because impress people no not to impress people to um impress almost judy or to give her some sort of like look at what you've accomplished and what you've done you know in my shitty fucking apartment with one bathroom i mean it's manhattan no look at this fucking play we are in kathleen najimi's palace you can't this is the most like when i think of my dreams as a young child living in new york yes because my mother grew up here yeah moved to new jersey because my father had a job in trenton and what would your father do? My father was, uh, he is the youngest person ever to pass the bar in the state of New Jersey. Really? And then he was too young to practice. Um, and he went into World War II. And when he was being examined, um, his father owned a saloon, right? And he was very abusive to my father. Um, and uh, when he, but my father was the sweetest, sweetest man. One of four, and they were all women. Um, his older sister, Sylvie, was a bitch cunt. Anyway, so, um, but the other two were nice. Anyway, so when he was being examined, the doctor knew him and how sweet and nice and said that, I guess something was with his eyes. He got a desk job in World War II. Okay. Essentially. I mean, he was armed, but he ended up in England during Blitzkrieg. Wow. And then, um, he came back and, uh, he could practice law. And he got an MBA and was a tax attorney. But he ended up uh, correcting the bar and CPA exams. And he would do the essays. And and he would come on the weekends because he wrote the tax laws for the state of New Jersey. He worked in Trenton. He wrote those fucking tax laws. And then he would come in during like three or four times a year uh, and go to the, what you call it, building up. 49. Anyway, and he, they would correct the bar exam for New York and New Jersey. And so he, they all had, his was essays and they all had um, 
uh, multiple choice. So the, and you couldn't leave. No one could leave until the last person was done. And they hated him because he would read every word of every essay huh. because he was like these kids, you know. Is he still alive? No. He's, he would be 100 in March. Wow. Really? Yes. He's, uh, he died in 1990. He'd be 100 in March. Yeah. God bless him. I know. March 5th. <laughs> and my yeah, mother. Yeah, I guess my dad would too. In 1916, my father was born. Well, okay. If my mom was 86 and she passed last year mm-hmm. in March and my dad was 10 years older he so yeah be he'd be 97 yeah wow maybe they're up there talking I doubt it okay so um <laughs> what did I ask you we got off well, I know why did we talk about my because you were talking about something this is what Tennessee oh this is my job uh, um damn I was so into the story okay uh, so we, Kathy uh, and oh, Mo oh, because you mentioned that you lost your mother and no. then you no you asked Judy if uh is your dad alive? No, I said my mother alive. grew up here. Wait. Oh, what? when I was little, I wanted. I imagined myself yeah. in an apartment like that's how you started. Yeah, uh-huh. it like this. I kind of wanted a brownstone, but I always imagined I'd have apartment like this in New York with a fucking baby grand piano. Oh, like I have a shitty upright. That's my first, my second boyfriend's piano. He um couldn't get it out i don't think <laughs> nice. of the place and we were in la and then we broke up a long time ago obviously because i've been married for 20 years and i got the piano in the That's breakup great. which is nice That's he's a so brilliant sweet. pianist and where's he now he is with his boyfriend in california that's fantastic that's he's shocking that you would be with the gay guy <laughs> now um all right so you're in new york kathy and mo is going great yes then you start you know get you got then Ver- we got the hbo special right veronica's closet no well what happened was they said do you want to be in the movies and i said i want to learn how to be in the movies because i don't know how so they my first yeah, audition that's what i said too well because i didn't want a huge right. part and not right. know what the hell i was right doing. right right so I met and went. I went and met with Terry Gilliam, mm-hmm. who's brilliant, and he said, "So, do you want to be famous?" And I said, "No, not really, but I'd like to be in your movie." And then I was in The Fisher King. Right. That was my mm-hmm. first one. Mm-hmm. Then I did small, 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 small until um, Sister Act. Yes, yeah. you and were Hocus the best Pocus. one in the whole. Both of them, one and two. That's nice. The best. I like best. Her. I like her. I'm very Thank you. Light. I like he- her. It's okay. Yeah. You can call me whatever you want, Kathy. It's the hair. Is it the hair? No, yeah. it's, you know what? It's, Is it the hair or the voice or the boobs? Let your hair down. You think I'm, it, I'm All right. Uh, if, you, if you're hair. listening, we're letting Hennessy yeah, I got one. take his hair down. Well, you, you know I mean, what? You it's amazing. When he yeah. was in my class. Yeah, that's yeah. a guy. You're a dude. Yeah, there you go. That's dudish. Okay. But when All he right. was in my class and he finally... I don't know why it matters. It he finally matter, right? came no, really. and I had him talk about going to ex-gay therapy. Like, I, I teach a solo performance class, mm-hmm. but I no one's allowed to write about bullshit. That's right. the thing. So a lot of people leave because they, they can't handle it. Right. And when I got to Hennessy and I'm like, oh my God, you have to... And it turns out his work was amazing. But then uh, Ivy, one of my students was like oh my son's transgender and like it was uh, and it was a safe place for hennessy to perform as a transgender right. without any you know sort of uh judgment yeah. well uh, to perform stories from my existence right. like god you go through a depression when you yeah. write about yourself i feel i, I that judy show i went to, have you ever suffered from depression or anything 
You know, I probably should because I, if I start to feel depressed, I don't allow myself to take the time to be depressed. I'm mm. like, get on, I get on the computer and do my list and do the things. No, no, no. Things. I'm talking about deep no. clinical. No. It's, the mo- it's awful. Anyway, yeah. we yeah. discussed it with Dick Cavett. He was another guest on my podcast. Anyway, <laughs> so here you are. You start getting movies. I started uh, getting movies. That, yeah, I got. And I, I got was the warm up for Mo's show on Comedy Central. Which one? Women Allowed? Yes, or the I Mo was show? the warm up. That's brilliant. And I Wild. was. I loved it so much. And I did the whole year. And then I called what's her name, who was producing it. And I was like, I remember because I was in Chicago working. I'm like, oh, am I coming back? And sh- and I think honestly, this is. I think I was too funny. Because they would, I would go out there and they were all like, Judy, yay, Judy. And it was kind I didn't, you know, I was getting them so excited. And then it wasn't as exciting when they started shooting, you know. You're saying Mo wasn't as funny as No, you? it wasn't Mo. It was the oh. format. It was me versus the format. Mo, I have her address. <laughs> I think I would get them to sing the Brady Bunch and do all this shit. And then they were talking about funny, they were talking about women's issues. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Right. Right. I, so you yes. know what? I don't know. Yes. But they they fired me. So I was really upset because I really had a wonderful time and I love Mo. All right. So Mo's funny. Mo's fucking brilliant. All right. So anyway, so you know you're getting and you are a, what we would say a character actor. You you yes. are a character actor, but you're savvy. Like you're friends with the right people. I always think of you as very in the right groups, friends with the right. Like you, I feel like you have that like thing where you can be friends with these fucking people and be on the same level you know what i mean i'm always like you have that too no i don't you're both so I'm not legends in her fucking with i'm not in her gym she's in a cooler i'm with comics a legendary comics and okay. y'all have very similar friends all right whatever so i love the idea of who she thinks i am it's really tickling me so much so like, anyway, i think you're both golden gods so anyway with and like why i hang around with the people i go up with like that i know the, the 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 most famous person that i know who's a very good friend of mine i've known for 25 years before she was famous so right. we were just friends so right. and that's but great. i wish I'm glad I, you I, I love your idea of me I just <laughs> be, I here's her. what it is she's <laughs> show business like high school right yes so i feel like i'm one of the kids who's like in every group like i'm in the nerdy group i'm in the burnout group yeah i'm in the you know yeah Yeah. i'm in all that group you're in the really fucking cool group which i'm in but i'm not in it like you're cool and you just you scratch the surface with everyone, everyone else, like, hey, oh, hey. And everyone's like, okay, yeah, she, Kathy's really nice. She always says hi to me. But I'm like, I'm like the, oh, my God. <laughs> like, I get neurotic with it. Like, I don't know. That's what I feel Can like. Can you please do a one-woman show about me? Yes. Well, I think it's the most entertaining. <laughs> Thank what you. What you think of me is so hilariously wrong, first of all. Uh-huh. But it's, I'm so awkward and wrong in almost every situation. I'm always the one wearing the wrong thing. No, you're, you're not. not. Free. I'm always up. the one talking about something political. And, now, you know, that I'm is like... what, uh, the other thing I want to say. First of all, D- Dan, your husband. Yeah. I have been a fan of his forever. I'm sure okay. you appreciate that. I love him. I love him. If I ever had a show, I want, I've want. i always wanted him as the band. I know You should do him on this podcast. I know. I said I wanted to do him. Oh, he'll have the best time. Yes, oh. I want to do him. Anyway. That'd be fun. Yeah. So, oh, I get out of here. <laughs> wait, can I ask you something? Yeah, early, you can, But you could edit this part. Hold on. Yeah. Earlier, you referred <laughs> to him as Lauren. Right. That's his name. 
Lauren mm-hmm. or yeah. Hennessy. Yeah. Is Friends call last? me Hennessy because that's my last name. Oh. And also, uh, a lot of people have said it's easier for them to identify me with my name is Hennessy rather than Lauren as a dude, which is funny to me because Hennessy seems like a such a funny like hi I'm no, Hennessy. Lauren, <laughs> I just I just like... worked with a Lauren. It's L O R E N. I know plenty of guys named Lauren. Right. Uh, oh, see that's where you trip me up because Lauren to me I've only known female identified. Oh, well, people. I haven't. All right. Anyway, yes, I, I story of my life. I want to interview this person way more than talk about me. Uh-huh. Any time, Kathy. Much more interesting person than me. No, anyway, no, no, no might, that's not true. Okay, so, um, so I. So, all right. So you're now. You're cool. You're, I'm cool. I'm you so know, cool. And you're political. You're so cool. Now I'm, I'm very political. Right. I, so, but and that you, is awkward. People don't love that at a dinner party. They don't want to hear me go. That's offensive. We talk about why. Oh, okay. So I, love I it. do. I do politics and two yes, and i do. get really i saw you the other night at the miss foundation fundraiser and you killed it and you didn't have to try to be a boy in the what what is normally related to in the boy comic world to be your brand of funny which i appreciate thank you i think i've been doing that forever like mm-hmm. i'm just a comic but i all see like my whole goal was that i wanted to be a great stand-up i didn't want to be a great gay stand-up right. i didn't want to be a great Jewish stand-up. Stand-up. Right. I didn't want to be great female stand-up. I right. just wanted to be a great stand-up. Right. I happen to be those other things. Right. And I talk about those other things. Right. But I want to be a great stand-up. Yep. So now, a- as I look at you, and I've always known you, and I think your politics came, I mean, Kathy and Mo, I mean, was very controversial at the time. Very. Um, and I, I think about the way feminism, AIDS activism, the, the gay rights. I mean, I remember I was at the first AIDS walk. I worked at the first, I, the minute I moved to New York, I volunteered at God's Love We Deliver in, in 1984. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember the AIDS crisis and was hands-on, like, always. And now I see these kids and I say, don't you can't forget you cannot well it's not over you're right it's not over over. and they all think it's some you know chronic disease and not all right right so we well it is a chronic i know but but have you seen the hbo larry kramer in love and anger yes oh my god my daughter came over the other day she wanted something i I forgot what it was and i said sam you absolutely can have it you have to sit down and watch this documentary but i also (laughs) then i have gay friends who hate him so larry kramer because he's so mean as Fine. Because they think he's mean, but well, I, he is I, mean. But I feel like he is mean. But, but he I, saved fifty million people. Wait, I'm in the Fabletics VIP program. I just spent my first month there, got my first outfit. They just sent me an email showing me all the new stuff they got in. I'm really, really stoked about it. I can't wait to wear it out, man. It's starting to get warm outside. I'm really excited for spring. Um, the, the Under Armour they sent me helped me get through the, the rest of the winter on my bike. This stuff is top quality, stylish activewear for every woman. And you've got to check out their FL2 uh, site, which is on fabletics.com slash judy and that is their men's site which is what i've been going to Uh, it's the same great quality as your favorite luxury brands 
at half the price, at least half the price. It's workout gear for women, men on the go, exclusive styles, outfits released monthly. It's quick and easy, and you'll get a complete outfit for just 25 bucks with free shipping and exchanges. There's really nothing to lose. Try it just for the outfit, at least once, one month. You'll love it. I can't believe how inexpensive and how cool looking the stuff is. I know. Like some of the stuff I was like, oh, I could just wear that as a shirt. And Kate Hudson. She's I know, awesome. she's so cool. I love her. I love her mother. Oh, I love her mother. I know, Private Benjamin. God damn it, uh, Overboard. Okay, why can't I just have a movie with a Jew? Oh, you you can. All right. Okay. She was really good in Private Benjamin. Athletics.com slash Judy. I have to say something. When gay marriage passed in New York, yeah. and everyone was like, woo, woo, and I was like, Big fucking deal. It's not, it doesn't matter because the federal government, you know, blah, blah, blah. And and he said that too. And I was like, he's known as a curmudgeon, but I fucking agree with him. Yeah. It's not enough. Okay. Yeah. So I, 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 he has personality flaws, but he's changed. Right. The world. And I, yes, I, and you agree. know, Gloria Steinem once said to me, I love Gloria. I love her too. Tell, tell who, tell everyone who you're having dinner with tonight. I'm having dinner with Gloria. See, she's in the fucking cool group. You're <laughs> in the cool group. Like I couldn't have dinner. I couldn't call Gloria and Guess say. Guess what? You actually could. You, uh, that, if I night- call Gloria and said I'd like to have dinner, and she'd be like, she said, "Why? Okay. Why?" <laughs> no, she wouldn't. Go. So much fun. It's crazy. Go. We were in Africa together for her 80th birthday. See, we an elephant. I went to fucking Africa. You're in the cool group. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I'm in the, oh, I performed for Gloria, and she laughed. You're like the You're anybody. You're in the fucking, I'm an Africa on an story. elephant with Gloria fucking Steinem. But I'm like the nerdy friend. Like, Shut I think- up! <laughs> okay, so. Wait, something we were talking about, which is really interesting. About uh, about the, the activism AIDS and activism, how. And, yeah. But so I believe, I am on the same course as you, different. I mean, I be- I'm a feminist. Yes. Um. What? I Kathy is reaching it. over and Here. grabbing Judy's breast. Yeah, you like it? I was just trying to see how eloquent she would be as I grabbed her boob. No, I, I, I don't care. Right, Colin Quinn always grabbed my boob. And then Alyssa can grab my boob. be like, you let Kathy grab your boob? I'm like, oh my oh, God. Alyssa knows what Alyssa and I have done. Elisa, I know. Elisa. Whatever, it's an annoying name. Anyway, yeah. but I love she her. So anyway. And then after you say that, you have to talk about the restaurant. Go ahead. Yes, we'll talk about the restaurant. So anyway. <laughs> I, the thing that I want, I real, first of all, I really feel like this has to be a two-parter because I have so much shit I want to talk about with you, but, and, and you have to go to therapy because Lauren was late, but uh, I have to go to therapy because of Lauren. Yep. So, yeah, that's the story of my life. Okay. So I, I have been a feminist my whole life. I'm loud. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, loudness isn't necessarily something that is feminist, but you're loud. I'm just saying I'm loud about my feminism. Beautiful. Right. You yes. know, I'm, I'm loud. I'm not one of these. Gloria is not loud. No. Gloria is not loud. She's very nonplussed. You know, like you look at her in interviews where she's being attacked by, you know, William F. Buckley Jr. Mm-hmm. And she's, that's she's very great. Mm-hmm. Um, but actually and then it, says something so wise and kind right and, and it's like you know <laughs> mm-hmm. which is what we don't have anymore now we have donald j trump right. and sarah i can't i just i can't it this is a 
I could go kill me now right now, but yeah. I'm, I'm trying to wait till the end to kill me now right. parts. Right. But I, I can't fucking believe that this country, when I think of the 90s and the shit we went through and how far we came with, get, I mean, first of all, if it wasn't for the AIDS crisis, mm-hmm. I, I mean, that really pushed marriage equality. Right. You know, when you think of, when you think of all the warriors, the Harvey Milks and all these people and all the horrible things that happened to us, that is what, with the impetus for these these movements but now i feel like and i read you s- said something like this too there's a lot of little movements like i never i always think where's the rage mm. where's the anger where's the fucking you know walk on what you know in the mid 90s we had a lot of marches on washington now it's like i'm a little group and i but i'm th- for this but I'm, I'm specifically for people who have zits on their ass and are feminists. Right, right. You know, right, right. It, it's and it's I feel like where's our there's what we were a lot more organized and we were a lot more grassroots. And now, see, it's also different living in New York because I grew up on the West Coast in San Diego and right. then L.A. And it was easier to find a community, like the gay community, the feminist community. Right, right, too. right, right. New York is all one big, great liberal community. Right. Thank goodness. Right. But it's hard to find, like you said, like, where are the March on Washington's? Like, I did the very first um, March for Choice. The yes, March, the gay, I was there. I, All the gay marches on Washington. You know what I did before that one? What? I went and performed for the Reform Jewish uh, <laughs> group that was marching. I had so much fun. We in the hotel before the march. Oh, I went that's and did fun. a set. That's yeah. cool for the Jews that were yeah, marching. But you know, my mother. As, but then there's hope because then there's my 19 year old daughter and her friends who come over here, and talk about uh, sexuality, mm-hmm. who talk about gender identity, who talk about rights, who talk about gay rights, um, and women's rights, and they are really, really progressive. Oh like, yeah, absolutely. So progressive, and they really have a different kind of fire they have the fire that we have but about different issues right right but because of your fire they get to experience that as a normality well, yeah I, they have their right. own like they're so like you know my, my daughter is a singer and sometimes she'll make videos. she's amazing she's very she sang at the at the gloria 80th yes and she is fu- and i remember they had a henry and her had a play date yes remember that ago. and she was humping the uh one of the dolls. The, and you yes. were like, oh, she's humping the doll. She loves that doll. The and then they were playing. Baby. Yeah, yeah. She's going to love that. <laughs> like the puppies. They, yeah. The two of them got along, though. They hung out. Yeah. I, I remember you yeah. came over to when I was doing uh, Dirty Blonde. Yeah. but And um, then you dumped me, remember? No, you dumped me. You never invited me again. I went to you. <laughs> I can't. I hate you. You've never invited <laughs> me to your place. You're coming over. Uh, we're recording the wait, next half. are there half. stairs? I don't do stairs. No. You. <laughs> There's an elevator. There's an elevator. You're coming over. A bad news. Part two will be at my apartment, and then you That's will. That's a great idea. Okay, and then you will be like, "Oh my God, Judy, what happened? What happened to you? You were, yeah, you were so promising. No. <laughs> will there be snacks? Oh, there'll be snacks. Thank God. Okay, go ahead. Oh, I, I but feminism. Anyway, so, she, feminism. But, so, so she does these videos, and she wears sometimes like a black bra and blah 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 blah, and like. She says, like, I go, Sammy, really? You have to? And she goes, yeah, like, it's none of my business what some creepy men think of me. I don't give a shit about them. I'm going to wear what I want to wear. I'm not going to dress in defense of what people think and how distracting it might be. Mm. I'm going to dress however the way I want. And the world can just walk on by and get it. You Amen. know, and walk on by. by. 
up, and they up, have up, such up, gender up. fluidity. They were just here the other night for snow weekend, and it's so. It's like how it was in the eighties. No, in the seventies when the lesbian movement came out. Yes. And lesbians said, we need to be identified. We need to be respected. Right. We need our name. We need you to call lesbians. And at that time, even though we were rabid feminists, it felt uncomfortable. Right. Mm -hmm. I, I tell a story about Margaret Smith. Remember Margaret Smith? Yes. I've told this story before, yep. haven't I? Um, Margaret yeah. Smith is, was a comic and very androgynous. I love her. Like and I, yeah, right. And she had the best. She's great. Anyway, so um, we worked together in Buffalo. And then she said, Judy. I would love, you know, you want to open for me? And so we what we started working together, and we went to Buffalo. Or no, we went to Chicago. She had a girlfriend in Chicago, Debbie Seward, and, who was lovely. And she said, I want I want you to, um, we're going to do it in a lesbian bar. And now I wasn't in. I just never talked about it, my act. You know, I just right. had no. And so I said, okay. And I was kind of nervous. And I'm a fucking lesbian, you know? Mm -hmm. And we go to this dyke bar. It has a stage. And there's these fucking dykes, like dykes, like hardened. And we're talking late 80s, you know, and I'm so intimidated, you know, and I'm like, but Margaret, why do they have to, you know, it's like, I love, they're really nice, but they have to wear the tool belt and the thing. And she said, you know what, Judy, they're doing you a favor because they're not hiding and they're not afraid to be who they are. And when people see them, they know exactly who they are. And, and I was like. It was like a fucking life. I was like, that's right. That's right. I, they're nonconformists. They are who they are. And I, it's amazing. It's amazing that one little experience. Yes. Yeah. And I wonder how many of those trans women, I mean, how many of those trans, how many of those lesbian women were actually trans men and how like that is the community that I want, I would love to see more integrated. I mean, I think the trans community and the gay community are a little bit at odds, you know, because it is two different issues, but God, the gay right, community carried the trans people for Caitlin. so many years. Right. right. That's why I hate Caitlyn. You, Caitlyn? Jenner. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking, first of all, Republican, but that's fine because I have friends crazy. who are Republicans, which we need to t discuss too. I, I have so have many, many friends other, who I'm are not Republicans. even done. Okay. Yeah. Look. Yes. Caitlin yes. is evolving on marriage equality. Yes. Evolving with the community. Not, that community has been fighting for her rights for a hundred fucking years. Mm -hmm. For the right and, for her to come out so effortlessly and so easy and right. so comfortably and so like with no danger. And right. And also like, you know, I went on, I sat on stage the other night. I don't know where I was. I was like, you know, it's so funny because all the trans people I know, you know, they, they, get the surgery they get new cheekbones they get you know mm -hmm. it's like her story is not the story right and uh, and her values are it's no that's not a martin luther king that's you know <laughs> right well i mean really good point and here's what i think about all the time and i'd love to hear what you think it's so fascinating to me that someone has a gender switch from male to female and not a gender switch, but sex. Know. Yeah. So, and, um, and then what they emulate is what a very few people, mostly men have decided women look like, right? Like, why didn't Caitlin, why doesn't Caitlin look and dress like you? Right. I think at or first you, or me. during the, during the, a bit 
first bit of transition, it's like you're going through another puberty, you know, and your hormones are kind of going crazy. Like when you, and uh, it's like when you first came out, maybe, you know, or I know a lot of my friends when they first came out, they're like, I'm gay, I'm proud, I'm this. And it feels so good to finally like own your identity that I feel like they're like, we never got to do this stuff in public. You know, we never got to do it. Like a lot of trans guys I know when they first transition, they all grow beards, you know, because yeah, right. I never got the chance to, to do it and to right express their masculinity in this way and then yeah, a lot of them end up, uh, end up shaving it later right and, like, yeah like, that's the thing femininity is it spanks and lipstick but femininity is all of us right, right. but they have body dysmorphia for their whole lives but no, I, first of all you look at this example of transgender he as a man was the manliest man well she as a man was the manliest right man. was the manliest right. man right and now the she is this she is image of what society right. has said is, is the woman yeah which is and so, so not she, really right. a woman right it's so she woman is, is the stereotype but, like if but she is say, also in hollywood where women are this and men are this right yeah that's true she's the she that's is ms hollywood i know but point. she i i don't but, it's just so funny to me that most of the um most of the uh transitions that i've seen have gone to a place that like our calendars in in garages where mechanics work like those right. pictures of like i don't know women who dress like that but then there is that far-reaching idea of what a woman but is. then i look at I'm laverne cox I've, I've, laverne I've cox seen some pretty a, masculine yeah. trans women yeah, have you? who are kind of yeah who who you know are gay or whatever and who are pretty dressed down and stuff right. i think maybe you don't notice them as much because right. they're not as flashy yeah, but I mean, laverne I, cox i yeah. love laverne cox yeah and she is now that's someone who i feel had a journey right definitely and, and has a story that's right. way more fascinating and more i don't know compelling than well, yeah then okay right. so <laughs> what so here we are now. We have done. Are you, are you showing me your tits? <laughs> Kathy just whooped out her boobs. She's touching my boobs. No, I'm not. Oh, they're hot. Anyway, so. Um, this is the best day of my life. I know. So, Kathy. <laughs> so here we are. Like, what? you Judy. and I are on this forefront. And now yes. there's a new feminism. And yes. there's a new gay rights movement. That's good. And That's really good. What though. are you looking at? My no, fat stomach? No, I'm trying to concentrate on what you're saying. Okay. But. <laughs> There is, I don't know if the direction is, I don't know. Okay. Look, I don't think feminism is being able to talk like a guy. Oh, of course not. And I think a lot of, of young feminists are like, oh, well, I'm going to talk exactly the way, you know, what I'm trying to say that I'm not saying is that we are still women we we want to be we're equal but we're women we're not equal because we act like a guy do you yeah, know what i mean not. of course not yeah what makes you think that well i think a lot of comics male and female ah, you know guy comics that's now, a different thing all they talk about is porn i right. swear to god so you know when i was starting my dick my dick yeah my dick, i mean yeah. it was like oh my wife my girlfriend this and yeah. that but they t porn is a huge topic yeah. um, i know where you're going it makes me sad when women comics feel like they have to i don't know that it's authentic or an organic right. but they have to do 
the same shtick that male comics, we're going to say traditional male comics because there's all kinds of male comics, but the, the, the more, you know, stereotype. Right, right, comics, right, right. That these women are doing the same routines, but just substituting pussy for dick. Right. And anal. <laughs> yeah. And great. And, yeah. And that's and fine. Like, and I, I, I get that it's fine. And I encourage talk about sexuality and all that. But I want to make sure first that that's really what she wants to talk about. That's really what she thinks is funny and not what she thinks will make her valid and accepted. Right. And part of a boys club. Right. That's what I, I get concerned with when I see too much of that. I think, oh, you you could be funny just talking about your lunch. Right. You could be funny talking about your family. Right. Your, your relationships. You, like, do you feel like you have to do the same stuff that male right. comics get famous for? Right. Because you don't. That's yeah. what I see a lot of the I mean, same Lily kind. didn't. And Ellen didn't. No. And Everyone Lily was different. Or, Lily, uh, Whoopi, when I, Whoopi, Whoopi Goldberg, Lily. that show changed my life. That yeah, was, that was when I said, I'm, you know, right. uh, and I know that happened to you too. And I love Whoopi. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I feel like you're right. It's like now this is what women are talking about. So this is what we're going to talk about. But it's it's I mean, if it's in there organically, that's hilarious. Right. I don't have any moral judgment about it. I just want to make sure that women consider that that's the funniest thing that they think is funny. Right. And that's what they want to talk about organically. But you also... Not what they have to talk about to be accepted in clubs where there is boy comedy. Right. I also believe, mm -hmm. like, I love that the Amy Schumers and the Rachel Feinsteins and, mm -hmm. and you know, they're dressing Sarah's, sexy. Because yes. I always dress... Well, that's how I like to dress anyway. But mm -hmm. I love that they are dressing as women. You yeah. know, because it used to be you could never because, right. you know... But... I also believe that this is a big part of their lives, and that's why a lot of comics... I mean, I believe Amy, and I believe Rachel, and I believe all the... Name more. Whitney Cummings. Whitney. You know, I believe mm -hmm. that that is... Sarah. Part mm -hmm. Sarah. Oh, mm -hmm. Sarah. Mm -hmm. Love. Sarah. Love. Love. We, we, we um, coached a basketball team in L.A. together. You did? At, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I love her. I love anyway, her. so that would have been the funnest team to be you coached a basketball me, team me Henriette Mantel and Sarah <gasps> Silverman are you Silverman. kidding me I know well, she's coming on she's coming she on is. yes so oh, God, so we we coached this stupid basketball team in LA when we all lived there and none of us were famous okay That's so, amazing and we had so much fun anyway do you have to leave um yeah because I have a half an hour wait so we're just gonna do part two the, we're gonna do part two but mm -hmm. um and this one is going to bake something, bake, bake, bake something. Oh my us. God. I'm, no, I'm both of your slaves forever. Okay. No. So, uh, yeah. So I, we want to like do part two, goods. but in part two, I really want to know what fucking pisses you off. Okay. I, there's so much I want to talk to you and about. Can you edit these together? We're going to do a two-parter, right? We can edit them together. Yeah. If we record this within the next week or two. Yeah. I have to do it this week because I'm going on a Lesbo cruise. For how long? A week. Oh. oh we could do it next week too. Then afterward. I think we'll stop. Okay, no one fucking cares who's listening. It's 100% American made. This mattress has got three foam layers, including a top cooling foam layer. So you don't gotta switch your pillow over every five seconds or wake up next to a sweaty lover or dog. It's L-E-E-S-A. Lisa. Right, Lisa, not like the name. Right. So you go to lisa.com slash gold and you get a hundred nights to try out this mattress risk-free 100 nights if you don't like it 
okay, which you're going to, you can send it back and get your money back. For every 10 mattresses that they sell, they donate one to a a shelter. Uh, for every one mattress they sell, they plant a tree. And if you do want a refund, they'll give you your money back and they won't even take that bed away from the shelter and they won't uproot the tree that they've planted. They'll they'll keep their word. Uh, how awesome is that? So if you're ready to start sleeping better and want to give back to your community, go to lisa.com, L-E-E-S-A slash gold and get 75 bucks off your order. Because my name is Judy Gold. Anyway, um, before but before we stop, I'll ask one question. Okay. That I always ask. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to ask you the kill me now question because mm-hmm. I'll should I do the kill me now question. What do you think, Lauren? I mean, I'm sure she's got a bunch of kill me nows, so why not? All right, we'll do one, and I won't ask you the other one. No, kill me now. Do you want something like no. in the world? Kill me now, or like minute, uh, I, petty? It doesn't. So when we, it is can be anything, but I. What is the one, and there's a lot, we're going to do more next time, but I want any, like, where you're like, I fucking, fucking kill me fucking now. I mean, obviously, I thought the whole Donald Trump thing was a joke, like Ronald McDonald, that we'd all laugh. And that's why I never paid much attention to it the first couple of months. I was like, that's funny. I can't believe that seriously, we are walking among, I don't care about Donald Trump. We all know he's a ridiculous, misogynistic asshole, like a joker. Right. He, who cares? <laughs> he, he, he runs a reality show. Right. What scares me is that we are walking amongst like 30% maybe of Americans. We're walking with them mm-hmm. that think that Donald Trump in any way. Forget his politics, but just who he is as a person in any way could make policy, international policy with people. People are afraid about protecting our country. The moment that Donald Trump is running for anything, the people who hate us aren't going to really react in a really violent way. And I don't blame them. He's racist and insulting and horrible and awful. So, but it's not him. We know that. It's that really... You guys, for real, we're walking amongst maybe thirty percent of our people, our humanity that that would that would elect him. Yeah, for that take him more seriously. You know than that he, he and he's flip flopped. You know he was pro choice forever because he. Oh hung my out with god, people. he's such a Democrat. And then like two weeks ago, he's like, Yeah, I'm anti. What am I supposed to be? I'm anti choice. Right, 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 right. I'm anti. What am I anti gay? Whatever will make. Yeah, what are we yeah. supposed to be? But and we know that. <laughs> Who's surprised? He's a ridiculous, bumbling fool. Right. But that the our our and country. And that they fucking I know they believe him. I, I just I can't. It's so it's I crazy. It's that weird. The saddest. And thing in, and, I've and you know in, in England in England they're trying to they had a whole meeting with Parliament to ban him from the. I mean like. Like, can you imagine he's, he's like oh, i'm gonna do the United middle east peace cry. he'll be like he's gonna, come on guys yeah what are you doing here stop being ugly asshole yeah yeah yeah, yeah. take take the sheets off your women did you yeah, hear yeah. about what he said he could stand in, on fifth avenue no. point a gun and shoot anyone and his poll numbers still wouldn't go down yeah okay this is the other thing can i do my kill me now for today wait yes. but can i do an ancillary one yes kill me now if you're a person a business person on a phone taking my order for something mm-hmm. or i'm asking a business question about oh something Lord, yeah. please can you just when i'm giving my phone number don't interrupt me in the middle of the phone number because yes! you'll never hear it and i'll never be able to get out three two three no three yeah three two if you yeah, just I, I, three, I, six nine eight can you no, hold on. Just be quiet while I say the whole thing. Six, nine, six, nine, eight. No. I know. Shut Please. the fuck up. Shh. Be quiet. Let me just say it. And also, 
we, I, I bless everyone. I, I am equal with everyone, but we're not friends. So I don't want for an hour you to go. Thank you for calling. Have a nice day. Oh my God. It's lovely. We really you appreciate Is there your anything business. else? When we you really call appreciate Apple, how Sammy, how are you and Dan doing? What do you have for breakfast? It's like, just say, I got Have you order. ever called Apple Care? Thank you so much. They're like, Bye. hey, Bye. how's your day going? Hey, how's what, you? doing anything fun this weekend? Shut the fuck up and fix my fucking computer. Just, <laughs> hey, so I heard there's a snowstorm. Anybody who's on a phone, yeah. yes. I want those seconds back. I want them all back. I know. Because be kind and be, you know, polite and say thank you. Thank you for your business. And I say thank you so much, Wait, Janine, for, for you. And hang up. But not like, is there anything else we can do for you? Nope, we're good. Are you sure? Nope. But we really appreciate your patronage. Thank you so much, Dean. But I have to go. Okay, Kathy, was if there's anything else you can do? Oh, uh-huh, oh, my God. Uh-huh, and it's uh-huh. like, do you want me to tell you about some other ways? No! Oh. I don't. I want you to fix my fucking computer. <laughs> Would you like hang. to take a survey? At yeah. the end? Would you like to take a survey? I hope I've been helpful. Uh, if yes, there's anything. No, you're so fucking shut the fuck up. Just that's why we're on hold because yeah. they don't shut the fuck up. That drives yeah. me crazy. It's oh, too long that's of a, a good phone one. Call. That's a fucking too good one. Long. Hang up. Just say thank you. I got the order Tuesday. Goodbye. That You're, is goodbye. a fucking. Ami- I love that one. You you Sit were there. a professional AT and T. AT and T can have you. I would take the phone. Take my well when we had phones that like, you pulled off with a hand. Right. And I would literally. <laughs> <laughs> she's jerking off phone. with the phone and <laughs> like, touching her tits thank you i would stab myself with the phone i still do it now i will rub it on my genitals hold it right. up in the air like fake scream at it right anyway, like, yeah, yeah i know i want to do a whole kill me now episode only about customer service yeah so I'm, we're gonna That's have to great. do that it's got to be a call-in okay. oh, boy. because we got to do verizon at&t time warner cable okay. rc i mean there's so fucking many i've got a Amazon, plug for that AOL, plug the phone in oh, mac store apple oh. phone company at&t I and mean, then what about when they're like hello my name is robert how can i help <sighs> you where are you robert uh, hello my name is robert how can I, uh, your name's not fucking robert okay so, it's yeah. not and you're not fucking here how sad though that like they make them have like I know names that right. aren't their names, and I mean I'm I'm happy for international employment, but when it comes to a um, communication, right. when it comes to a communication, strictly communication, I I would like to be able to I'd like for them to understand me, mm-hmm. and I'd like to understand mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Robert, that's your slave name. What's your <laughs> yes, real name? I know. <laughs> Hello, my name my name is Samantha. No, it's not. not. No, it's not Samantha. I know. And then I always go, can I speak with someone in the United States? I always ask that. Oh, really? Yeah. And they're like, please hold. I mean, I don't mind because I like, I don't feel like there's borders. I'm like one of those people who like, I don't understand. Well, no, because they don't because help. they're all just one piece of ground. It's just where you're I'm standing. I'm fine if they're going to help. But if it's like FedEx and if all that shit, understand. then I have to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I had one other kill me now. Hey, Wait. So we had Trump. Don't. Uh, we had Trump. I had yeah. a fucking kill me now thing. That I forgot. Uh oh. I don't know. Well, it's my interview, so end on me. Um, <laughs> it's part one, baby. Ooh, because she did I, not... I have so much. Look at the, all this shit. I know it. I have so much shit I want to talk to you about. All right. And do you guys edit this? No. <gasps> you just leave it as is. Yeah, and people like fucking love it. <laughs> it's great. True. That's crazy. Yeah. I want you to edit just a little bit of Judy's, if you could. Shut the fuck <laughs> sure, up. You got it. Whatever you want. That's really nice. That's really nice. Well, um, we're here with the cool... Oh, Hennessy, I'm having a party tomorrow night. What are you doing? You free? Oh, I'll be there. All right, darling. Yeah. Fuck! To- <laughs> I love you, Juby. I'll bring Judy as my date. All right. I got to go, people. All right. You know what? <laughs> what? This is the end of part one. Part two, 
I better fuck it. You're, we'll be at my apartment. Okay. It'll be so fucking noisy and miserable. You're going to feel sorry for me. And then you're going to let me join your little fucking group. Well, come back here. We'll do it here. What? I don't <laughs> want it to be noisy. Okay, deal. All right. All right, bye. I'll take pictures. And uh, everything was wonderful. I'll see you soon. Thank you for the visit. So long. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.